Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I'm Tina, and thank you for hanging out with me today. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll visually see that I'm a hot mess right now, and that's because I just finished my run a little bit ago. Um, it wasn't a little bit ago, actually. That's false. I finished my run a couple hours ago, um, but since then, it has been nonstop around here. As I'm recording this, it's about, it's almost 9 o'clock p.m. on Monday night, and so I wanted to hop on here and record something that I've been thinking about, especially today during my run. And I've just, you know, I felt a little inspired and wanted to get on here and make sure I recorded tonight. So here I am. I had a four miler as run number one this week of three, and it went really well. On my live that I did with my runners not that long ago, I shared that for the past several weeks, maybe even months, I have been struggling big time with just feeling good on my runs. Like every run has felt like a struggle. It's felt like I'm counting down the miles. I'm I'm staring at the clock. I'm, you know, constantly like thinking about every footstep. And I just, I felt so tired all the time. And it wasn't because I was pushing myself too hard. I've never exceeded our expectation of three runs per week, which I'm going to talk about the power of that, by the way, in a minute. But um, I just felt like, it was hard. And, you know, when January hit, I decided I'm going to do better with my intake of healthier foods and, and vitamins and water. And I really was going to lean into trying to get myself as healthy as possible because I just wanted to feel better. And so I have done that. It's the end of January now. So for, you know, the past month, I've been really showing up for myself as far as just adding more water into my day continuing to take vitamins, which I hadn't taken in a long time. And also I, I did include in the vitamins some turmeric, which is good for inflammation to help with my foot pain that I that often comes up. But and that's helped a lot. And I also have been eating more vegetables. So I am all about adding things to your life to make yourself more healthy versus taking things away because how many times do we all try to live in that deficit of you know, losing weight and, you know, measuring calorie consumption and all those things. And so I don't want to live in that world anymore. I want it to naturally happen. I want it to organically happen. If, you know, if I'm going to eat better, I know that if I add more foods that are healthy, naturally I'm going to be running out of room for things that are unhealthy. And it just feels like a much better, easier, more manageable mindset than the concept of, you know, cutting so many things out. And I, and I do feel better. I'm still tired, but that's also attributed to the fact that I just am not doing a great job of getting to bed early. And you guys know this. I know that you know the struggle with this. Whether you have kids or you don't, there's this time at night, right, when 
like everything is done or at least you're done for the day and you lay down in bed and you know it's time, you know, you should close your eyes so that you feel better the next day, but you just kind of want to enjoy being done. You just want to enjoy being done, whether it's because you're getting alone time or this is your TV time or your reading time or whatever it is, you just want to enjoy it. And I've been really enjoying my alone time, downtime, whatever it is at night. And I've been staying up until 11 o'clock, midnight, and I, you know, I have to work in the morning. So it's, it's been weighing on me, but I guess not enough to make me give that up because again, I've really been enjoying it. And I've also recently been mindful about time that I've spent on social media. I do this often. I'm not a huge social media fan, by the way. In fact, before I started this running program, I did not have social media. I didn't get on. I occasionally got on Instagram to post some things, but I didn't have a Facebook account and I didn't want one. And I rarely got on Instagram. I just didn't want to spend my time doing scrolling through social media because to me it was so crazy how like mindlessly you can scroll and just time just seems to disappear. And, and you're thinking like, what did I even do over this time? Now, this is me, of course. So I made it a point to not have a Facebook page and to really get on my Instagram. And then, you know, I started this business and everything about this running business and the running program is social media driven. It's, you know, the message is social media driven and our connections are social media driven. We have a Facebook messenger group. We have a, you know, Facebook groups for each of our levels of training that we're doing that we post in. And so um, I am on social media for that reason, for those purposes is to share all the goodness that there is to share. But I have been super mindful about limiting that time because it's very easy to get sucked in. For instance, I sat down about 45 minutes ago to record this podcast. Listen to that, 45 minutes ago. And before that, I wanted to message a few of my runners back on Facebook Messenger, some messages they had sent me. And in doing so, I had to open Facebook. And guess what I did? I started, you know, instantly scrolling. And it works that way. Like, that's how it's meant to work is, you know, to, to kind of pull you in and get you, you know, scrolling. So I did that for about 10 minutes. And then I was like, oh, Tina, snap out of it. So I got into my message, my messages and I started messaging people back and then started reading some of our group messages and getting in on the chats and laughing and getting carried away. And here we are 45 minutes later. And I had a great time in there. I, I connected with my runner. So it doesn't feel, it feels like very valuable time that I spent in there. And, and I'm glad that I did it, but it's just crazy how quickly you can kind of get, get into that. If, you know, anytime you pull up your phone, if you pull up social media, I don't even have TikTok. And a lot of my runners tell me I need a TikTok. I need to be on TikTok. And I don't know, maybe it will happen someday. But I, again, I'm just trying to limit my exposure and my habitual scrolling. It just doesn't, it doesn't make me feel good at the end of, you know, when I'm finished. And so it's just something that I do for myself. So I haven't been on there very much, which has felt really good. I've done much more reading. I've been reading a lot more lately. And you would think that that would have me in bed sooner, but I've just had some, you know, I've been reading some really great books that people have recommended to me, some psychological thrillers, and I just can't like put it down. So I'm, I've been staying up late to do that. But anyway, so long story short, shorter, it's, this is not gonna be short, but I do think that that's also affecting me and the way that I'm feeling, just not getting as much sleep as I need to. So that's something that I need to work on in the future, just getting to bed earlier and, you know, maybe starting my my alone time a little sooner and then I can fall asleep sooner. So that's a goal of mine. However, back to my run today. So these runs for me, I felt really hard for the past couple of months, but something clicked at the end of last week with my long run. I had a five-mile run last week. I'm training for the Shamrock half marathon 
which is in, I think it's in eight weeks from when I'm recording this, as I'm recording this. Um, so that was my long run and it felt so good. It did take me about two and a half miles to get in the groove and that happens often. You know, it takes, you got to warm up your body a little bit and then you can just get in the zone. I haven't found this zone in forever. So when I finally hit it at like mile two and a half, I was so happy I could have cried. I was like, I could physically feel that I was getting in that place where my body was in a rhythm. I was able to, my mind was able to drift. And I'm bringing this up because I want my newest runners and my and my current soulmates for life to, to remember this, that it's not going to feel like this all the time. And if you don't feel like this when you're initially starting your training, it's not because it's not meant for you that you're, you can't be a runner. It's just, it takes time and it takes, it takes some mindset work to get there. But it does happen. And you will get into that place where it's like, oh my God, I feel so good. And you know, I could do this forever. And it's interesting because when I told my runners about this, I said, guys, I had a great run and I don't look at pace intentionally. I don't want it to be, I'm just not in that place. I used to, I used to really look at pace and I used to try to get, you know, to get faster. And sometimes I'll look at my, my stats after a run, but I don't try to run at a certain pace. It's just not where I am right now with my training. And so when I finished the run and I looked back at my, my workout from the five miler that I did, like I was going so fast, like faster than I have gone in months, maybe even in years for like sections of this run. And I was like, wow, like I can't believe I was even going that fast. I felt so good. And I wanted to clarify for them. It's not that it felt easy. There was nothing about it that felt easy on that run, but my mindset was right. And I was in the zone. And so even though I had this burning in my legs, even though I felt like this, this pressure in my legs and I felt my legs really working at the end of this run and it was a long, you know, the longest run I've done in a while and I was obviously pushing my pace. I didn't realize it, but like the, the song Imagine Dragons, whatever it takes came on and I just like, I was like, bring it on. Like something, like a, a switch flipped in my head and I was like, bring it. Like, let's do this. Like, this is what I came for. And in fact, when you're training for races, especially long distance races, like you need to run on tired legs. Like that is the goal. The goal is for your legs to feel tired, your legs to feel beat up a little bit, and then to continue to run, not just within that day, but like even within that week. If you can get, you know, runs in back to back sometimes when you're training for longer distances, like you want to run on tired legs to make yourself stronger. And so I had this mindset and this thought as I was running and I was like, I need this. Like, I need my legs to feel like this. I need them to be this tired so that I can keep pushing because I need to transfer my body into a machine that is ready to run 13 miles in eight weeks. And so I need this. And so everything that I was feeling, that the the tiredness, the heaviness, the burning sensations, like I was like, bring it, bring it to me because I need this. I need to run on tired legs. So bring me those tired legs. Here we go. And I just felt so lit up from that. And it's crazy how my mindset changed everything. And then I was finally in the zone and I caught a rhythm and I was in a groove and I just cruised. And so when I do that, I'm typically staring at like in the direction that I'm moving and I've picked a point, right? Like that I'm trying to get to. So I'm looking ahead and I'm staring at this point way out in front of me. So my head, I feel like it helps with my posture. Not that I'm focusing on that, but I feel like it naturally, like I'm picking my point and I'm zoning in on it and I'm getting lost in the music. I'm zoned in on it and I just allow my body to what feels like, like settling in. It truly feels like settling in. And I'm just like, I just get this rhythm. There is no like specific, 
you know, cadence that you have to run to do that, but you just find your rhythm. And like, you literally are just like your feet are hitting and your body's moving and everything's in a groove and you just keep going. And my for my footsteps seemed to get a little bit closer together, like a little bit shorter. And, and that was cool, but they were moving quicker because I was in this rhythm and in this zone. And it just felt so freaking good. I felt like I was on fire. Like I was so lit up. And again, not because it was easy, not because I was you know, so strong. I could go so fast. Like I was just in the zone and I was mentally there. And so I needed that so badly. I haven't had that in such a long time. And I was like, oh, I missed you. And then today's run. So today's Monday, I did run number one of three and it was a four miler today because we're climbing. Like this is it. Like the rubber is meeting the road right now. Like we don't, this is no longer base building. This is now training. Like we are training to get to that half marathon and that half marathon's coming in eight weeks. And so what I've done with my team this time around is I've backed off the mileage big time and we're pushing the mileage into the end of our training. So I have been base building for them over the past several months. They've been building that base so that now we can start to climb. And like now is like, this is it. Like this is where the magic happens. We're going to grind over the next eight weeks. There, there'll be a couple fallbacks in there, but for the most part, we are growing so much over these eight weeks. And like, this is where the meat and potatoes is. And I'm so excited for it. So today... I took Jocelyn to swim lessons and I had a four mile run to do, which is, has been our longest weekly run in a long time. And so our weekly runs are starting to grow. And I got so like excited about this. Like it felt so cool to push myself to like the next level. Right. And so it's not something that I haven't done before. You guys know that I ran the full Pittsburgh marathon last May. So I was in Mar this time last year, I was doing, you know, double digit runs. And so, but I haven't been in this place since then, this place where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to push. I'm ready to grind. And so having these longer runs, like you would think that it would wear me down and I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, but I am the opposite. Like right now, at least I am pumped. Like I am so ready to just like bring on this, this mileage, like bring on this challenge. I'm ready to feel like I am stretching myself beyond my comfort zone. And there's something that's so life-giving about that. So bring it on on. I'm ready. And so I went out today. I had four miles and I was not doing it on the treadmill. And so I put a, I strapped a flashlight to my hat and I went out and it's not a great route. I had to, you know, it's in like, um, kind of like a, a shopping plaza that I had to run through until I got to a sidewalk along a street with intersections. So I had to be really crafty about how I maneuvered that, but I just knew I needed to be outside. I knew I couldn't drive anywhere. I didn't have time to drive somewhere and run and then get back in time to pick her up for swim. So I had to go. Like as soon as I dropped her off, I had to go to get four miles in. And so I just went, I just walked out the front door of the YMCA and I just started running and, and it included the shopping centers at first. And then as soon as I got out on the sidewalks, I just, you know, I picked those points and I went. Today was different. I, I wasn't, I, I was having some stomach issues to be honest, because I ate cake after I came home from work. We have a late dinner on Monday night and I, there was cake left over from the weekend. And I was like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to not do this. So I had some cake and it was like kind of torturing me in the beginning of this run. I was like, oh my God, my stomach hurts. So I just kind of got in the zone because I mentally knew that I, I couldn't like, I couldn't, I couldn't rush through this run. I couldn't mentally like try to get through it or to check a box. I knew I had to accept and absorb and to settle into this run. And I had to get in a place where I'm like, mentally, I'm just cruising. I knew that it couldn't be about how much longer I couldn't be looking at my watch every 
every quarter of a mile. Like I needed to not look at the watch. I needed to not think about how far a mile was. I needed to just cruise. And I was going to go until it hit two miles and then turn around and come right back. And so I went out and that's exactly what I did. I went slow and steady. I was trying to get comfortable. I was trying not to push myself. So I just like sat back in this run and I went a little bit slower in the beginning because my stomach was hurting. And then I would say about a, at about a mile, I caught like, I caught my groove. And that did not mean that I went faster. I was still just, you know, I was not going as fast as my five miler. But I don't, again, I didn't know any of this until after I was finished, but I was like, okay, I'm just cruising. And I was able to look off into the distance. I saw a stoplight way ahead of me and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to look at that and I'm just going to keep growing, keep going. And it allows my arms and my legs to just get in a rhythm and I can kind of stare at that and, and that's my goal. And it's, it's like a mindset shift that you have to make. It sounds like I said S-H-I-T, but I said shift. It's a mindset shift that you have to make. That's so funny that it sounded like that to me. A mindset shift that you have to make when you're going into these long runs, and I know it's not natural. The natural, the natural response, especially for new runners, is to be thinking about ticking those miles away, right? The minutes that are passing, and and to think about like how far did I get? How much how much farther do I have to go? How fast am I going? Like you're thinking of all the things, and it's hard to get into that zone. And so I was talking to one of my runners recently who is training for a half marathon. So she went from nothing, non-runner. She started her journey getting to a 5K and then she hasn't stopped. She signed up for the Disney Princess Half Marathon and it's in February. So she's a couple weeks ahead of us as far as her mileage goes. And she recently reached out to me to say like these miles, like I don't know if I meant to run long distances because I just find myself bored and I'm thinking about so many things. And I just can't wait to get the run done. And I just like, I just keep wanting it to hurry up and, and, and pass. And you know, I, I reached out to her to say like, that is a, it is a mindset shift, right? Like you cannot expect on these long runs for your time, your runs to just pass. And so I, I told her that on these runs, on your long runs, I needed her to make them an event on her calendar. So she has to have the mindset shift that this is no longer a box that she is checking to get to the rest of her activities in the day. This is an activity of the day. At this point in her training, one of her weekend, her weekend run, her third run has to be an activity of the day. So you wake up and your goal is to enjoy, experience that activity. And so it's a much different mindset than, okay, I'm going to go get my workout in and then I'm going to go to this birthday party. I'm going to go shopping. Like, it's way different than that. It's more like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. Like I'm going on this journey. I'm going on this adventure. And that's the first mindset shift, right? When you make it, you put it on your calendar and you make it the event of the day. And you can do all kinds of things that help and support that mindset of making this an event of the day, right? You can have your pre-run ritual. You can have your cup of coffee, like your meditation time, if you're able to. Um, if you don't go out first thing in the morning, you can have breakfast and then you can go, or you can go first thing in the morning and then come back and have your post-run ritual. Like you can have your cup of coffee, you can put on, you know, take a hot shower, your comfy clothes, allow yourself to relax, order some pizza for lunch or dinner, whatever it is, but have it be a part of the experience and, and celebrate what you've accomplished. Like let it be your day, your experience. And when you have that mindset shift, it kind of changes everything. I was talking to Mike tonight. You guys know if you've followed me, you've listened to me. Mike is a, a newfound runner. He found a new love for running with this new program about, you know, 
which I guess almost two years ago, about a year and a half ago. And last year we trained for the marathon together. It was his very first marathon. He had done half marathons before, but never a full 26 miles. And so I put him on this training plan and I said, let's see if we can do it three days a week. Like, let's try, let's try to get to 26.2 and see if it can work. So we did. And what happened is because we were running together, we, it required us to get a babysitter for our weekend runs. So for us, our weekend runs were the events of the weekend and it had to be that way. And so, you know, our babysitter would come and we would just, it didn't matter. We weren't like a, we have to go first thing in the morning. We have to go, you know, after breakfast, we were just like, Hey, you know, whatever works for you, come on over and then we'll go. And it was the event. So, you know, we did all the preparations and it felt like that. Like it was literally like a date. People would say to us, are you guys ever going to get a babysitter and go on like an actual date? I'm like, this is really fun. Like, it's fun. We laughed so much. Like, yeah, there were hard times in it, but we got to do that together. It was really cool. It was a really cool experience. And I said to him tonight, we're training for the half now. I said, hey, you know what I was thinking? Like, I took off this coming Wednesday because we're going to spend the day together. And I said, we actually got babysitters more when we were training for the marathon and spent more time together, just the two of us, than we do now when we're not training for the marathon. He's like, yeah, we really did. And I was like, so, and he said, nope. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Nope. And he's like, nope, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I was like, don't you want to do another full marathon? He's like, no, this is like two for one. I don't have to run and I don't have to hang out with you. He was totally kidding. This is so Mike. He wasn't kidding about not wanting to do another full right now. I always throw that out there to him like every couple of months. I'm like, hey, so I've been thinking, and here's the predicament that I'm in because I am craving another full marathon. <laughs> but now he says like, well, I'm going to have FOMO if you do it now since he's done one, right? He knows he can do it. It's no longer like my thing. He knows he can do it. So, you know, he's like, well, you can't do it because then I'm going to want to do it and I don't want to do it right now. So, um, of course, he doesn't really mean that. I mean, he kind of does. Like, he would feel pressure to do it because I'm doing it and he doesn't feel like mentally ready to do to dive into that again because of the time commitment. But so we always joke about that. And so um, we will probably be doing a full, I would say, within the next year. The two of us probably will. I definitely will. I am craving one. I really wanted to do one again in this coming spring, but you know, it's good for my body to not do that, to not keep doing them back to back. And it's okay. It's all about life balance and, and it allows me to kind of step back and, and just kind of like, you know, just to, to feel in it a little bit more than just trying to cram all of the miles in. So, so I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So I'm um, getting back to the whole mindset shift, right? So you make it an event for the weekend and it allows you to kind of settle in and not think like you have to rush through it because when you have that mindset of I'm checking the box, I've got these things to do today, you just need it to hurry up and be done so you can start your day. When it is your day, you can settle in more. You can relax. You can enjoy yourself. You can enjoy the scenery. I would also, to help you with the mindset shift, find somewhere enjoyable to run. Now, for me and the four miler I did today, there was it, it was like probably the least enjoyable type of outdoor run you can do. But the more it was definitely more enjoyable for me than being on a treadmill. So, you know, it was only not enjoyable because of all the intersections. That is such a pain to have to be constantly like mindfully looking at, you know, are cars coming? Are they turning, especially when it's dark and I have a headlamp on? So, so that's challenging, but still way better again for me than being on the treadmill. So what I would encourage you and what I always do for my long runs is I'm mindful about like, where do I want to go to do these? Like, what do I want my long run to look like? Is there like a park I can go to? Are there trails that I can run? Like for me, I'm very fortunate. I live about a mile from our boardwalk. There are so many routes that I've taken 
ever since I've been on my running journey, I've lived in this area where I am right now. And so it is the most amazing opportunity. I can run one mile down to the boardwalk. I run along the beach. It's beautiful. I run down into like what we call the north end of the beach through all the neighborhoods. And it takes me to our huge state park, First Landing State Park in Virginia. And so I run down into the park and I run through the trails in the trees, some of them along the water. It's just absolutely beautiful. Like I am so, so fortunate. But if I didn't live here, I will tell you that for my long runs, I would drive somewhere and park my car where I could have an enjoyable experience, not to where I'm running circles around my neighborhood or, you know, I'm just trying to check the box. It's just, it's a whole thing, right? It's a whole event. It's not forever. So you might be thinking like, oh God, that's so much. Like I have too much to do. This is not forever. I'm talking about for maybe like five weekends, maybe five or six weekends, this is kind of what your weekend looks like. And there's a fallback weekend in there where it can be more of the check the box, but I would say five or six weekends, you're just going to have to make it an event and enjoy it. Like, think about it that way. Like, think about it as this is something that I'm going out to do. Like, I'm going to experience this. My sister and her husband are new runners. Her husband um, trained with me just over, started training with me just over a year ago, and he went from zero to a half marathon. He ran a half marathon last May. Now he's training um, again, and and now she finally, you know, um, drank the Kool-Aid, as we say, and she's doing her first weeks of training. She's in my current group where they're going from zero to 5K, and right now she's getting ready. She's starting week four of her actual training, and that's pretty exciting. Well, for them, you know, she is just, you know, new into this. And so I've had the conversation with her even just this past weekend about how like go out in the morning on Saturday because she spent was spending a lot of time kind of perseverating on when do I go? When do I get this done? How do I fit it in? And I said like, you are spending more energy thinking about when to go than it would take just to take 30 minutes and go. And she was like, that's such a great point. So she's just decided like it's going to be her new Saturday morning ritual so she doesn't have to think about it all weekend. So now she gets up on Saturday and she goes and then she and her husband made it a point. Now they go together, even though they're running different, they're doing different training plans. They go to the same park together and then they run. And then when they finish, they go to get coffee and breakfast together at this little place in their town. And it's their new ritual, right? Like, so it became an event. It became an experience. And then even if I, even if he doesn't go, like that's still a, a, a habit that she's created that she can now you know, be a part of. And so it, it becomes, it becomes an event of your weekend and something that makes you feel really good and that you're really, really proud of and that you look forward to. And so Mike and I are taking off on Wednesday. We're taking off work to spend the day together. Um, it's kind of nice, right? The kids go to school and we'll get to spend the day. And I said to him today, you know, what do you want to do on Wednesday? I'm so excited. And he said, Hey, why don't we knock out our six miler? We have a six miler run this weekend. And that is going to be fun. Like, and the fact that he brought it up makes me feel like, you know, he, I'm I'm winning at this because I've convinced him now that not only does he want to run, we're going to run a half marathon, but he wants to do that on his day off. So we're going to get up and he said, we'd love to go to this place called Mary's for breakfast when we do this like date day thing. And, you know, he said, well, are, are we going to be able to run six miles after we eat at Mary's and drink like all the coffee that they have? And I was like, well, let's go before. So now we're going to make it an event. We're going to get up on Wednesday, which we never get to run together, by the way. It's been it's been months since we've been able to run together at all just because of the season we're in. And we haven't we haven't run together, like even as a family. It's just been, you know, I do it during swim lessons. He does it while I'm at work. And so it's going to be so nice. We're going to get up and take the kids to school and then 
go get our six miler in. And then we're going to, you know, park our butts at Mary's, get some breakfast, some recovery breakfast and drink coffee and hang out for a little bit. And that to me is going to be like the best morning. Like I'm so excited about that. And how crazy that something that used to feel like an exercise that I dreaded because I needed to burn calories is now something that I'm enjoying by myself. Something that's giving me a gift, you know, that I feel so good about doing. But now that I've also been able to invite my husband to be a part of and that he enjoys so much so that we're going to spend a day off experiencing that and then follow it up with like a celebratory time together, having breakfast and coffee. Like it sounds amazing, right? And, you know, I do these kinds of things. Kelly and I, my friend Kelly, you know, the one who got me into running and to begin with, when we had long runs, we made it a thing. We, we would run, you know, 20 milers and then, which I know sounds crazy, but we were running a lot back in the day. And, and then we would follow it up by, I would keep slippers in the car. So I would change from my running shoes and I would put slippers on and we would have dry clothes. So we would put dry clothes on from, you know, the sweat and, and if it was raining, and then we would put our slippers on and we would go to Starbucks and get coffee and like, or if it was in the summer, we would head to the beach and we would pack a little cooler and we would, you know, go to the car, change, put our bathing suits on or whatever, and then go lay on the beach and pack a little cooler and hang out there. Like it was an event and it felt so good. And like that mindset shift is such a gift. Now, just to bring everybody back in, because if you're starting to think like, oh yeah, well, it's never felt like that to me or my life's too crazy or I'm too busy. It's always felt like a task and a chore. It is a mindset shift. So if you haven't felt that yet, then it is something that you need to create for yourself. It is not something that comes like, it, that just happens, right? Like when you're fast, you're a fast runner. And as, as you might think, like people right now might be thinking like, oh, I'm too old to feel that. I'm too fat to feel that. I'm too busy to feel that. Like, no, you create it, right? Like you create this idea, this experience. And so if you haven't felt that, where it has felt like a little bit of a, a moment for you where you did it and then you you know, you allowed yourself to get in some comfortable clothes and you, you enjoyed the experience, then set that, set that up for yourself on your next weekend run. Choose a time, set time aside to yourself. What sounds good? Does it sometimes for me, it looks like driving to a route, running the route, stopping and picking up coffee on the way home and bringing it home and just having that coffee hopping in the shower, like my treat was, you know, stopping to pick up coffee on the way home. Like it was an experience for me. It wasn't something I was hurrying up and checking off the box. That is not always. Sometimes we have baseball games, we have swim meets, and there's nothing we can do but just to get out there and get it done. But the more moments we can allow ourselves to experience like this, the more enjoyable it becomes, the more enjoyable it becomes, the more habitual it becomes, the more consistent we become because it's a part of our life and we feel good about it and we love doing it. And it's making us so healthy, right? And we don't resent it. It is something that it, it feels like a gift to ourselves. You don't have to have an entire day to devote to it. But when I say make it an event, I mean put it on the calendar. Like even if you have other things to do, cut out the time and not just like the exact time it takes to run, but cut out the time so that you can comfortably run and then give yourself some time for like a little a little moment to yourself or with somebody else. And, and when you do that, you start to see running differently. And that's what happened to me. I began to see it as like, I'm going to sign up for some races. When I do a race, it's going to be an event. I'm going to get up and have coffee. I'm going to drive to the race. I'm nervous. I'm going to run the race. But then after I have a change of clothes, I have my slippers. I either have like a cold diet Coke or 
This was back in the day. Kelly loved Diet Coke, a cold Diet Coke, or I'm going to have coffee if it's, uh, you know, in the wintertime. And I'm just going to, like, I'm going to cruise. I'm going to ride home. And then I'm going to take a hot shower and start my day. And it's so fun. It is so fun. And so finally, my soulmates for life, maybe I shouldn't say finally, but definitely my soulmates for life. So those who have been running with me for over a year, I feel like I finally created my own group of mini-me's. And it is the coolest thing because I'm watching them grow and blossom, not just physically. And you guys know this is so much more than the physical part of showing up. This has so much to do with the mental aspect, the experience, the self-reflection, the self-confidence, the way you see yourself, your identity. And what's starting to happen with them is they're starting to say like, oh, this run looks fun. I can walk to this run start line. I can, you know, finish the run, have a few drinks after, walk home. Like I can invite a friend to go with me. I'm going to do this run with my family. I'm going to travel to this place to do a run. And, and you know, recently they put in our, our group chat that they want to do a 20-mile hike. Somebody put in there like, hey, guys, there's a 20-mile hike. It's about two hours away from Virginia Beach where we, for some of us live. And let's get an Airbnb and let's meet there. Let's do this 20-mile hike. It's gonna They're going to give us eight hours to do it. Like, how fun. Sign up for the 8 a.m. time slot. Like, what? Like, we're doing that for fun. Like, that's going to be like a girls' weekend or that's going to be an event that we, we participate in. It's not about checking a box and getting it done. It's about like, hey, let's hang out together. Let's laugh. Let's let this be an experience so I can tell the transformations are taking place. Like, they're starting to feel a certain way about running. It's, it's starting to really come full circle. And I will have to say it for them, I've noticed the biggest difference after a year of consistently showing up, not killing yourself five, six, seven days a week, but consistently showing up three days a week. And their transformation has been huge. And I could not be more proud of them. So just tonight before I got on here, when I told you guys I was in the group chat, that's what was happening. Like they were talking about like, oh, should we get new hiking shoes for this? Like they're so funny. And, you know, I'm going to look up an Airbnb and I'm going to figure out where we can stay. And then maybe we could go check this out while we're there. And it just became an event. It's no longer a task. It is an enjoyable experience. And now because we have each other and we have this group of mini-me's like that are, are finally starting to feel something they never thought they'd be able to feel, right? Before they started this journey, they were never the people who would enjoy running. They were never the people who would run on Thanksgiving. They were never the people who would look for races to run and pay to go run, right? They were the people who said, running sucks. Running's not for me. But because they allowed themselves to show up three days a week, consistently over time, they have grown so much physically, emotionally, mentally. One of my runners in particular, I was talking with someone from the group today about another runner, about how much one of our runners has grown. And it you can physically see changes in her, but her, the way that she talks about her runs now, it's so crazy because when, when she first started, her, her runs were more so about like, how am I going to fit this in? I have all these things going on. I have 5 million things to get done. And now if you watch her and her runs, it's like, hey, I have all this stuff going on and look what I did today. Like you can make it happen. And now she's inspiring everyone around her and she's so motivating to watch. But in the beginning, it was like, I'm never going to be able to fit this in. And now it's like, watch me fit this in. And it's just that transformation has been huge. And She's one of the runners doing the the 20 mile hike that is, you know, we're going to do in September. And it's just, it's just exactly what I was hoping everybody would find and it's happening and I get to watch it. I get a front row seat. And, and so if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, I'm not there yet, or I don't feel that yet, it's okay. Everybody's in a different place in their journey. And, and I'm telling you right now, like that took over a year for them to get there and 
they're continuing to grow and it, it doesn't happen overnight. And these things that I'm telling you about that I'm enjoying and experiencing, it doesn't happen overnight, but it is there. And it's it's not because there's something unique about us. We've just decided to dedicate ourselves to showing up three times a week. And, and what's crazy is how much that consistency will change you as a person. It changes you, not just physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in an identity perspective, like your identity will shift. You will see yourself as a different person. And it is the the greatest gift you can give to yourself because you are literally adding years to your life. You are teaching your body that you can do hard things. You're teaching your family, your friends around you that they can do hard things just from watching you. You're inspiring people around you. Your heart is healthy. Your blood is flowing. Your, your muscles are strong. Like your mind is strong. Like it is, it is the best gift you can ever give to yourself. And so I say to those of you who are in that place, bravo to you because it wasn't, it wasn't a short trip and here you are, you found it. Like you've gotten there and, and you, you have found what you've been seeking this whole time. You've made it. And for those of you who are not there yet, don't give up and don't think you have to do more than what you're doing. Like, are you showing up three days a week? Then you're exactly where you should be. And you're in that season that you should be in. And if you're in a downhill slope or in a valley right now, like you will come out and climb to the top of that hill. Like it is inevitable and you can't stay in the valley. As long as you keep showing up, you will come out of that valley. Valleys are temporary. So are the top of the mountains, right? Like even if you're at the top of the mountain feeling on top of the world, like you're not going to stay there either. But just know the secret is to just keep showing up. Like just keep giving yourself those three days a week and watch what freaking happens. And I keep, I cannot say this enough. I have officially, after watching all of these transformations happen, I've officially tried to figure out how to implement this process into every area of my life. I'm not kidding. Three days a week. I'm trying to implement it in my business. I'm trying to implement it in my my health as far as like, you know, fueling my body. I'm trying to implement this mindset and this process into like my work life. It's crazy. I'm just like, okay, it works so well. In the running aspect, how can that translate into every other area? And I'm literally thinking to myself, like, stop overdoing it in so many areas. Like, stop thinking that you have to do this every day of the week or, you know, you have to go all all or nothing. Like, have you seen what's happened from just showing up three days a week? Like, little changes make a huge difference over time. It's not worth killing yourself over and you enjoy it more. So just don't keep moving forward. Just keep taking those steps. Keep showing up for yourself. And if you don't get all three runs, come back the next week and get all all three runs in. Just keep coming back. Keep showing up. And don't allow yourself to be discouraged or shamed because what you are seeking, you you are moving closer to every single day. It is there and you will find it. I know that for a fact now. It has taken me a year and a half of watching runners grow from nothing into these amazing runners of all different speeds of all different sizes, of all different ages, of all different goals, and blossom into these beautiful, confident, amazing human beings who are like, all right, here we go. All right. I messed up this week. I'm going to show up next week. All right. I want to do that. Hey, that looks fun. And like just loving themselves. And it's 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 the coolest gift even to me to get to watch them. I'm so grateful for that. So you guys, I hope you've been inspired in some way, shape, or form by this, whether you've decided that you're going to start a running journey or you're going to get back into it because it feels more doable to you. Or if you've thought, you know what, I haven't been able to nail down this long run thing and and I'm going to try these strategies. Like I hope something today resonated with you and it brings you some joy and some light and some hope and some sunshine as you move in through the next week. I appreciate everything 
I appreciate every moment that you spent with me today. And I look forward to reaching out and staying connected to you all. If you haven't, if you're not on a part of our team and you haven't reached out to me yet, you know, follow me over on Instagram at run with Tina Reppa. Um, follow me on Facebook, Tina Reppa running. There's a Facebook page and I go live there every Wednesday, open to the public, open to anybody on Wednesday nights at 7 PM Eastern time. And you guys are welcome to join us. Come in, join the chat, hang out with us, you know, get some inspiration, watch my crazy runners in the chat. Like, either joke about something that I'm saying because I say it all the time or talk about their own experiences. It's going to inspire you and motivate you and hopefully lift you up and help you get through that week and show up for yourself because there is so much to be gained from it. I love you guys so much. Have an amazing week and until next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine. <laughs>